0: Hello and welcome to Penalty on the Podcaster Overtime, the weekly USFL predicting podcast. This week, predicting week seven of the 2023 USFL season. Before we start, for any new listeners, here's how this will work. So I will look at last week's slate of games and talk about each game. And then look at this upcoming week's slate of games and talk about each game and predict Each game for score, outcome, and predictions for like player performances and all that. So it will be interesting, I hope. And uh, before we start, this is not gambling advice. I truly mean that in no way is this gambling advice. And I'm not at all responsible for money that was lost gambling on things said in this podcast. Uh, Also, this podcast is not currently sponsored. If you'd like to sponsor me or contact me for whatever reason, my email will be in the description. This podcast is available on YouTube, Spotify, RSS, Community, and Google Podcasts. The link to all those will be in the description. Uh, If you're on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Help the channel grow. Costs nothing. Takes about a second. And you can always undo it if you change your mind later. Also, Make sure to ding that bell on YouTube, or follow on Spotify, or subscribe on whatever platform you're on to make sure you never miss an episode. Let's get into it. Week 6, the Maulers got beaten by the Showboats, who are actually starting to look like a serious contender. They've had three straight wins after an 0-3 start, and... You know, now they're starting to look like contenders. Just, they just beat the Maulers, who are not doing too well. 22 to nothing. After beating the best team in the league at the time, the Breakers, they're really on a roll. And they could do stuff. Maulers, I think they're done. They've got a the North isn't that competitive. But still, they've got a three and three team in there and three two and four teams. But the Maulers really need to get back up there. Showboats are in the South, where there are two four and two teams, so their chances aren't looking too good right now, but hey, season's not over. Birmingham Stallions crushed the Michigan Panthers 27 13. Reggie Corbin got hurt. Uh oh, for the Panthers. If he stays out, Breakers lost to the Stars, which are now three and three and first in the North. Somehow, they now sit at four and two. I think that marks that marks two consecutive losses for them. Yeah, that's two consecutive losses for them. Two teams that they should not we they should not have lost to. Bet their position at best team in the league is now tied. And they may be starting to falter. New Jersey Generals at Houston Gamblers. The Gamblers are looking up. They are actually the third four and 4-2 team in the North Division. Tied for best team in the league. Generals not doing well. They went 9-1 last season. 2-4 so far this season. Now, ah, Stallions at Breakers. This is going to be an epic matchup. There are two quarterbacks. One on each team. One leads the league in passing yards. That is McLeod Bethel Thompson of the Breakers. One leads the league in passing touchdowns. Alex McHugh of the Birmingham Stallions. And this is going to be a great matchup. I predict both quarterbacks throwing two touchdowns. And I predict that each team will have a running back rush for one touchdown. For the Breakers, that will be uh, West Hills. For the Stallions, that'll either be Zaquandre, Zaquandre White or uh, Marable, CJ Marrable. With Zaquandre White, I always say right. Well, I almost always say right for whatever reason, but it's Zaquandre White. And this will be difficult, good defenses. I do predict that Sage Surratt will catch at least one touchdown. He's been a great tight end ever since the departure of Sal Canella. Doesn't slow them down. The Breakers still have the best tight end in the league. The Stallions, they lost the XFL Championship, not XFL, USFL Championship MVP, Victor Bolden, during the offseason. They've got injuries, so many injuries. They, Their starter quarterback for week one got injured in week one. And like now they're down to like Adrian Hardy and Austin Watkins as their best receivers. But they've had, and, and Davian Davis as receivers, but they've had so many injuries. Their best receiver got injured. In week one, Marlon Williams. Jace Sternberger, though, has been a solid tight end. I predict Austin Watkins catching at least one touchdown. He's been... He's filled in okay. But this team has really been hit by injuries. Michael Darius was inactive last game. I could not access the depth charts for this upcoming week. They're... Their defense has stayed pretty good, but on all downs other than first, and they are dealing with the loss of Scooby right. He's on injured reserve, and now, it's interesting, despite being tied for best team in the league in record, they're third in their division. There are two other teams that are four and two. Maybe beating the Breakers could change that, but... The Stallions have been so beat up that it will be hard for them to pull off a victory against the first in South. The the Stallions have been beat so hard that they can't... It will be difficult pulling off an upset against the Breakers first in the South. I think it's doable, but not going to happen. I am a Stallions fan, so it's kind of sad, but I think the Breakers will win... Probably by a score of 27 to 21. And it will be Stars against Maulers. Two bad teams. The Stars are somehow first in the North. But that's not a very prestigious spot because first in the North is like first in a really bad decision. Stars only sitting at in a bad division. Stars sitting at only 3 and 3. And they uh, are in, and yeah, they're somehow on top of the division. The Maulers haven't had a pretty good defense. Kind of bad offense. Troy Williams, I think, hasn't been awful. But they're the third in the north, and they're only two and four. They're not a good Team. The Stars are by no means a good team either, but they're better than the uh M- at least. And the Stars have some pretty good guys. Um their running back was pretty good. His name I always forget, but it'll come back to me in a minute. Uh, Chris Rowland has been doing okay at the wide receiver spot. Now it comes back to me. Matt Colburn! So, right now, I predict that uh, Troy Williams will throw at least two interceptions with Channing Stribling on the team. The Defense for the Stars is pretty good in pass defense. They, the Channing Stribling led the league in interceptions last season. they have also got another really good corner, so this is a good pass defense. They've got good corners at least, and so I, I think two picks is fair. Troy Williams. I think Case Cook is going throw at least one touchdown. Chris Rowland will catch one. Matt Colburn will rush for a touchdown, and it will probably be like a 20-13 to 13 game for the Stars. Gamblers at showboats. This, I don't know where to go really, because the showboats have won three straight. The gamblers have done pretty well. Kenji Bahar has been doing well for the gamblers. The For the showboats, Cole Kelly has done pretty good. And so, really, these are two at least decent teams. And to think that the showboats, they're last in their division, but in the north, they'd be first. But the gamblers have the most unstoppable running back in the league by far, who, this is a guy who just, he's one of the best, and like, as I've said, unstoppable, and his name is Mark Thompson. The guy will rush for three touchdowns this game, I don't know what else to say. He's just that good, and and the gamblers, like, if they want to succeed, just be a run-first team. With Mark Thompson Starting at the running back position, no way they lose. But they have lost. The showboats, Cole Kelly's been pretty good. I predict he rushes for at least one touchdown. In the end, it's probably going to be a 24-13 game for the Gamblers. Now, the Panthers at the Generals, 2-2-4 two, two and four teams with high hopes entering the season. Now with... Just about um not much hope. I don't know. These teams looked good at the beginning, except for the Generals. The Panthers looked good at the beginning, but they just have gone down. Reggie Corbin was pretty good, but he did get stopped. And I think he got a chest injury. I don't know. I think Stevie Scott's getting, like, more comfortable in the offense. And I think he will rush for at least one touchdown. I predict that Darius Victor will rush for at least one touchdown. And, you know, having Cam echols Looper injured for the Generals in the first game of the season wasn't good, but they still have Deontay Johnson. I think he'll throw two touchdowns. I predict the Generals winning 22-14 against the Panthers anyway that's it super short only four games to predict Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode once again this is not at all gambling advice I'm not responsible for any money that was lost gambling on things said in this podcast this podcast is currently unsponsored if you'd like to sponsor this podcast my email is in the description This podcast is available on YouTube, Spotify, RSS Community, and Google Podcasts. The links to all those will be in the description. If you're on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Help the channel grow. Costs nothing. Takes about a second. And you can always undo it if you change your mind later. If you're on YouTube, ding that bell. If you're on Spotify, follow or subscribe or whatever on whatever platform you're listening on to never miss an episode. I hope. You've enjoyed this installment of Penalty on the Podcaster. Over time, you'll hear more of me next episode.